We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good morning, afternoon, or evening. And welcome to the Bloody Disgusting Network. The following show is just... Horrifying. Beware. Chad! There's a serial killer on the loose. Please don't say you want to choke me. Okay. Jeez. Sorry. Uptight. Mm. You like that? I'd love having sex with your corpse. What? And welcome back to Porno Queers. I'm already hard, and this is X-rated, and I'm Joe. And I'm Trace, and I'm definitely not hard, uh, because I watched Cream <laughs> for me today. Uh, <laughs> hello, everyone. We are, well, we're the Horror Queers, and we are trying something new. We are looking at a porn parody and actually going to be reviewing, quote-unquote, uh, this porno. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, today is the day that Scream 2022 hits theaters, so we thought we'd do a surprise, and, um... Review the Scream porn parody, I'm sorry, the Scream gay porn parody, Cream for uh-huh. Me, courtesy of Bromo. Indeed, yes. And this is not a paid promotion, but if folks want to go and check it out, you can hit up their website and watch this. It's in four different parts. Trace, there's some kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I w- mm, y'all, I, I'm not anti-porn, but this is not a good porn, but. <laughs> you can go to bromo.com they do have a two dollar two-day trial of the scene well i'm sorry of the film which is in four scenes so you know you mm-hmm. pay your two dollars make sure you watch the four scenes which comprise about 75 minutes of a runtime uh, in those two days and um you'll be good there you go yeah and i guess just as a quick caveat i did make a joke off the top that this is x-rated but um we are going to be talking about gay porn so this might get a little more rundy than usual. Ooh, um, oh, yes, 100%. We will be very sexually explicit, more sexually explicit than usual. Um, I mm-hmm. do want to just say possible. that out of the four scenes, the fourth scene is about a gang rape. So if you are sensitive to that subject matter, please um, just be aware. Yeah, yeah, the fourth one is not, it's not that. It's not good. Yeah, uh okay so here's how it's gonna kind of work folks we're gonna briefly talk about our relationship to gay pornography and then we're gonna walk you through this as you said trace 75 minute film so scene by scene by scene by scene and uh we'll just you know talk a little bit about what's going on luckily it won't be as long as a normal plot summary because most of the scenes are just very slow thrusting um (laughs) yeah uninspired fucking we got here people I actually okay, so let's 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 back up from gay porn because I mean, was your the first porn you ever saw was it gay porn? 
Uh, no, it was a hundred percent pirated, like kind of blue nui uh, mm-hmm. scene on cable after my parents went to bed on one of those scrambled channels. So mm-hmm. it was like, I'm pretty sure it was magician porn. It was like a magician fucking a lady on a beach. <laughs> but like picture like blue and gray with like squiggly lines obscuring everything about every two minutes. Um. So okay. Well, if my mom listens to this, she's gonna be very mad at my dad. But I have to tell this oh, story. It's a really Here we go. Story. Here we go. But no. So w- w- when my dad told me about sex, I was in fifth grade. Like he had to give me the talk. He told me we were going to Blockbuster, and he locked me in the car and told mm-hmm. me about sex on the way to Blockbuster. Oh gosh. Okay. But I remember I- I've talked about this in the podcast before that my mom made my sister and I watch an Oprah episode, and. It was like, you know, they were doing segments, and we went from the one segment my mom wanted us to watch to the next segment, which brought up, like, I guess pedophiles, and, like, it showed, oh, like, God. an internet chat, and it was like, oh, like, do you masturbate? And my mom mm. was like, whoa, 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 and, like, changed the channel immediately, <laughs> because my sister, I mean, my sister's two years younger than me, we didn't know what masturbation was, and right. even though I had had the sex talk, I, I mean, I was probably in sixth or seventh, no, probably sixth grade by this point. Okay. But I asked my dad, I was like, what is masturbation? And he told me mm. what it was, and in this conversation, he also told me that he has a, he had a bunch of porno tapes okay. that he kept. <laughs> he didn't sure. tell me where they were. <laughs> well, that just means that you get to go looking, doesn't oh, it? The funny thing is, so yeah, I go to, my parents are gone one day, and I go to my parents' walk-in closet. My dad has a boot box, like like a shoe box, but for boots. It's like a, oh my god, so obvious, Dad. Come I on, mean, but it, it's it's like the fucking size of a PlayStation Five box. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I pull it down, like maybe, and sure enough, there's like eighteen VHS tapes. Oh, hello, <laughs> Daddy. So me in sixth grade spends my entire middle school career um, going through these pornos. I even had a friend. Working your way through? Yeah. Working mm-hmm. my way through them. Um, I had a friend who came over when I told him I had these things and we would masturbate next to each other as we watched them. <gasps> yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. We, nev- we, we never, he was not, he's not gay. He never was. Ne- yeah. T- isn't today. But we definitely did do the um, mutual masturbation thing once because he, he yeah. found a, sorry, he got a condom and I was like, I want to know what that feels like. And he was like, oh, okay. let's like, we'll like use the condom and then like you know i'll come in and then you can use it and so we whoa sh- what <laughs> okay this is a different direction than i thought no, the story I was gonna go I it's a funny story <laughs> so yeah basically he used the condom i dragged him off and like he came in it and then like he pulled it off slowly and like i put mm-hmm. it on my dick with his cum still in it and like wow. he jacked me off um, and that's how you became gay yeah so th- that 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 was my exposure to porn oh my god my mom was gonna be so mad at my dad but it's okay um, <laughs> <laughs> but um I-, I didn't discover gay porn until i probably got to high school and i started using the internet more on our oh, family yeah. computer mm-hmm. and i ended up going to um manhunt.net a lot because they had a classic they had a blog they had a blog that Mm -hmm. oh my god i think the guy's name was dewitt who i always like (laughs) wanted to see what he looked like but he he was a gay porn blogger Uh uh-huh oh my god i i love this idea because it's like reading playboy for the articles sidebar playboy is a legitimate publication they did a lot of good work in that regard but yeah i i vividly remember because I didn't have access to this either. So I was mm-hmm. 100% sneaking down using my family computer in the living room yep. in high school yep. to be like, I'm not looking at porn. What are you talking about? And it was 100% like trying to find either s- short clips because, I mean, we're talking like the late 90s for me. So it was very much a bandwidth issue. Like you could not just stream videos. Oh, it, was it, was it was dial up. It was dial up. So you're like, oh, my God, the rest faster because I could be discovered at any minute. Especially if you're masturbating with your pants around your ankles. 
Yeah, that as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, my favorite thing about gay pornography, I honestly, I did not really get into straight pornography. I didn't have friends who showed me their dad's magazines. My right. dad, from what I could see, did not have that. Like, I discovered my parents' contraceptive stash once, and I was like, what is, like... uh my mom had like spermicidal foam or whatever. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck is this shit? But, spermicidal foam. That's, yeah. that's a weird combination of words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like it's the sponge thing from Seinfeld where it's like, <laughs> they just don't make that anymore. <laughs> they probably do. Health officials get up. I mean, it really puts you in the mood, right? Do you have the spermicidal foam in your nightstand? Basically, it's like, <laughs> that's the opposite of lube. But thank you so much. Mm-hmm. But the thing I always loved about pornography, and it's funny because like we're we're having all these conversations about streaming services and how easy it is to get pornography, how easy it is to watch movies online now. But I remember when I came of age and like felt comfortable enough going into a sex shop, mm. it was looking at all of these oversized boxes. And like I actually read a funny academic article about it when I was in university, and it was basically about like straight pornography is kind of dirty like it makes you feel shamed for having sexual urges yeah whereas gay pornography it's like all of these smiling dudes with giant fucking dicks and you're just like oh my god being gay means that it's like eight to 12 inches and like mustache rides for days you know and we've talked about my cum fetish before in this podcast Mm -hmm. and and obviously my dad's porn was all straight porn but i remember there was this one video and of course i always gravitated to one scene where it was two guys and a girl but there was oh sure it was the closest you could get to guys touching each other and or whichever scene had the most obvious picture of like dick Oh, for sure. And of course, if it's like, oh, the, the guy, like one guy is in the vagina, the vulva, whatever the fuck, but one guy is in the <laughs> hole, it's like, oh, their balls are touching each other while they're fucking her. But, mm-hmm. um, but it was also like, there was always one scene of this guy like coming on a girl's pussy. And I was like, I would watch that scene on repeat because I was like fascinated by the cum shot, which I right. think led to that. Uh-huh. But it was also like, he was like trying to, like, they were trying to get it done before the dad came home. So there was a lot of setup to the story where it was like, oh, we have to do this, this, and this before my dad comes home. And so uh. channeling this into my relationship to porn now, yeah. for me, what I look for in porn, I actually do look for the setup. The actual, yes. like, very lengthy scenes of mm-hmm. fucking or foreplay. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I enjoy them. But what I tend to do sure. is <laughs> I tend to watch the, you know, the five minutes of setup if yes. God, if the scene affords me that. Because sometimes they, they start and they're just fucking right away. Oh, my God. The worst. I, I hate, hate it. it. I know for some people it's exactly what you want. Like, you just want to get off. So you want to go straight to the fucking. But for me, no, it's all about the glorious setup. Like, give me a ranch hand who gets discovered in the barn give me the dad who walks in on, well i don't love the incest stuff so I'm nah, not wait, go there. okay <laughs> that, that's a segue into me then because <laughs> no okay again i watch porn i love the setup i watch the full setup because that's what get, gets me the hardest mm-hmm. but then when it comes to the like okay look, we go into a blowjob cool i'm gonna watch the beginning of that skip yep. ahead to the end of that Oh, always. So much skipping ahead. Then we get to the rimming. Cool. I'm watching when we first start tonguing the asshole. Then I watch to the end. Like, then I skip ahead to the end. Same okay. with the fucking. Mm-hmm. But with the setup. So one of my my favorite like scenario is like, oh, best friends. Like uh, they can yes. be straight or not. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not a whole like, oh, like straight baiting shit. Like what, whatever the fuck. Like, I don't care if they're gay or straight. I just sure. want two friends okay. who somehow like one of them grazes the other one's thigh and then they're like oh and like they start touching it so i like that kind of like 
experimentation thing. However, when searching on Pornhub, it's hard to find really long scenes like that. So what I found, the easiest thing for me to find with that kind of similar setup is either massage porn. So, you know, you go get a massage, turn over, you're hard. The guy starts like, boom, there you go. Right. And stepbrother porn. (laughs) So it's not technically incest because they're not technically blood related, but it's very Mm -hmm. much a, oh, you're my stepbrother. Um, Oh, we shouldn't be doing this, but let's do it type thing. So that's what does it for me. Right. I have so many funny thoughts. A, just, uh, you know, folks pay for your porn because uh, they are performers. And, you know, yeah, it's easy to go to something like Pornhub and just get it for free. But also, I mean, if you like it, you should pay for it. That's the PSA message. I agree. But going back to my manhunt.net days with that blog, like, I mean, again, mm-hmm. this guy, DeWitt, would write blogs about porn scenes. And then, yeah. of course, the studios would send him the, what, the minute and 30 second trailers. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been watching Jack off to those. Oh, my God. Yes. There are so many videos where I have only seen the trailer. <laughs> Don't really have an interest even in watching the movie because you're like, oh, this is a best of. Yeah. Because they often do the setup and then they give you like speed cut of here's the blowjob. Here's the rimming. Here's the mutual masturbation. And here's the overlong fucking in eight different positions. Oh my where you're god! Like, okay, sure. And uh, then let's get to the good stuff. Oh, that's the end of the clip. God damn it! I wonder if there are people like t- something like, oh my god, like y'all rush through all this shit. Like, how boring are y'all? <laughs> I'm like, I like the setup. <laughs> I like the setup, and also I like gratification, motherfuckers. I don't have two hours to masturbate. I'm sorry, I'm busy. Well, yeah. Well, oh, I had a boyfriend in high school though that would literally start in college and college edging, edging for days. He would, he would go and watch three hours of porn. Oh I would go walk God. in and be like, "You're still on the floor jacking off while you're watching your your third out." Which, no shame if that's what you like to do. By all means, sure, it's your kink. That's fine. It it wasn't good for our relationship at the time because he was like going no. out of his way to like go watch porn instead of do things with me right actually that that's kind of ironic because that was very much like how i ended up getting too much into gay porn is my first relationship which i've kind of mentioned on and off Mm -hmm. it was it was a long-term relationship and towards the end obviously we were not being very nice to ourselves because he was well he had been cheating on me for a very very long time but he definitely had a porn obsession to the point where it was like I can tell you every performer from like Falcon and Sean Cody and all the sites, Corbin Fisher, Brandy Blue, I can tell you all from like a 10 year period, every single performer. Yeah, I can't tell you really performers. I can tell you the sites. I mean, I, for sure, Corbin Fisher, Randy Blue, um, Sean Cody is actually one of my favorites. Um, I do like it. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 it's also the most like if you have body dysmorphia, like you do, um, <laughs> that is not the best site to be on. It's not great for me, no, and it. I mean, we could sit here and talk about (laughs) porn forever and ever and ever. But I will say one of the things that I've appreciated about porn is that it has been kind of catching up in terms of like, quote unquote, social progress. It seems like a lot of the time we're actually getting more diverse performers. We're getting sort of more varied uh, practices. Like, I appreciate that if you're into kink, like, there are so many sites that you can go and watch now. And, like, I have thoughts about that for scene. But, you know, I appreciate that we get into some light bondage so that if that was your thing, you might find something to enjoy. But I guess coming back specifically to the setup and Mm. our mutual enjoyment of, like, just a bit of a campy little thing, right? Like, give me a bit of a story before you get to the pounding. Right. I think that that's a good segue for us to talk a little bit about this, but um, it wouldn't be horror queers if I didn't bring in an academic article, Trace. Oh, my God. So 
I did find a piece by Joseph Brennan called Gay Porn, brackets, horror, bracket, parodies. And this is in (laughs) gender and contemporary horror in film. And it's really fun because they're specifically looking at the relationship between the riffing and the comedy and how some of these porn parodies go into actual, like they try to make scenes horrific. So we talked about how there's a coercive or like even sexual assault segment in this foursome. And they say that that's like the closest that this gets to actually doing that but for the most part this is really it's a riff on scream it's mostly comedic and it even kind of descends into halloween costume parody but my issue so i know we're gonna go scene by scene Mm -hmm. the most successful of these scenes and i mean in terms of in terms of parody and in terms of sexiness and Mm -hmm. like we're judging on a scale of these scenes here yes is the third scene which is the longest one but it's the garage tatum scene Hmm. Yeah, I I actually did find that one because I I hesitate to use the word inspired because I think that this is pretty low hanging fruit. Right. But there's really lazy, which is scene number two, which is the one that takes place oh, in the bathroom God. of a cinema, and you're just like, literally, this is just a porn scene. I don't even know why this made it into this specifically themed screen parody. Well, it's supposed to be Sydney in the bathroom with the girls, but it's clearly a public restroom with horrible acoustics. Oh, see, I definitely thought that this is the Omar Epps in Screen 2 sequence. Oh, shit. Well, see, I would think that if all of the... Well, I was going to say all the others, because what is the last scene? Oh, the last scene makes no fucking sense, (laughs) except that I do think it's trying to do Screen 4 because we're seeing the whatever we want to call these ghost faces, sexy (laughs) ghost face, we're seeing them film the sex, which is aka filming the murder. I mean, I don't think any of the parody is on point here. I mean, the first one kind of is a little fun in the beginning. The the garage one gets it the best, but also (laughs) I... (laughs) Yeah, it does. Whatever the acting, whatever. But I also don't think these are filmed very well. Like these, you Mm. said it, these are lazy. Oh, yeah. In the bathroom scene, there's a shot where we we're close up on the on the asshole as the dick is going inside of it. Which, Always, but 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 you can hear the the tops ghost faces feet the shoes sliding on the slick floor, mm-hmm. and they they keep it on this whole shot because they can't show his feet sliding on the floor. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> it's just it it's it's a poorly made film. But look, oh God, let's yes. <laughs> let's start with this first scene because we at least we at least do get some interesting like fun interesting i'm sorry we get some fun lines in here sure. you know my big issue is that all of the people that are doing the ghost face they're doing well i'm sorry because the, the first three scenes it's the same actor it's brad banks playing yes. Ghostface, who you never actually see i did think that that was an interesting artistic choice that you don't see him take off the mask at any point i so yes i think it's an interesting artistic choice it is not for me it's not successful, no. Well, but, but, but here's the thing. Some people may find that sexy. You know, it's the anon sex where it's, oh, it's like, I don't know who's fucking me. Like, okay. Sure, yeah, yeah. Watching porn, that's not what I gravitate towards. So I found all of this deeply unsexy. Not, not, <laughs> not uncomfortable. I, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the rape stuff You're later. You're just like, which... it's not hot. Yeah. I, I like to see the kind of intimacy and connection. I'm Basically, I should just be watching, like, porn for straight women. Well, and I'm not... I'm not saying we have to have really fast pounding and thrusting throughout the entire sex scene, but there was such a lack of energy mm. from <laughs> everyone involved, except for the bottom in this Tatum scene. <laughs> uh, well, that would be Vadim Black, yeah, and he he's more of a bottom, so I think he's a little bit more comfortable with it. 
so Ghostface never bottoms in any of the four scenes. Right. And the guy in the first scene, Tom Falk, is very much a gay for pay actor. Like almost all of these actors, I believe, are gay for pay. Mm-hmm. But with Tom Falk, he is so lazy when it uh, comes to both line uh, delivery as uh, well as like this sex is uninspired and when i think of the youth of america watching this to get off we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will i become senwa saga hellblade 2 play it now with game pass this is uninspired folks we should be demanding more of our pornography well and i know it's a parody but the problem is the people so banks and it's still porn well you should still be showing fucking that's enjoyable but they're also doing the ghost face voice from scary movie like oh my god i thought that same thing i kept waiting for like one of them to smoke a blunt and have like the goofy face ghost face mask and i get it i get it's a parody so hey let's Mm -hmm. do the scary movie voice because it's a parody but Mm -hmm. also even in like the the fourth scene where i'm like but okay you're doing this this rape gang rape scene maybe you shouldn't do the jokey like yeah. jo- ghost face voice. maybe you should do something that's a bit more threatening and I, I mean whatever anyway so okay focus <laughs> on the scene, first one <laughs> well we have some fun dialogue right like yes. what's your favorite vintage porno and you hang up with me again and i'll fuck you like a pig See, i'm doing the scary movie voice here uh-huh. <laughs> this is what we have the capacity to do. what do you want to see how tight your asshole is i chuckled Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think even the swapping out of a knife for a pink dildo is amusing, right? Right. But then we get this chase scene, and I'm putting it in quotes. Oh, God. Because Ghostface chases Tom Falk around the kitchen island, which is fine. We have music playing, like, suspenseful music playing during this. Yeah. Problem is, when he catches him, we Mm -hmm. then have these really clunky shots of him trying to get his clothes off, and it's just like, I'm checking my watch right now. Well, here's the thing. Yes, it's a porn parody, but you are going to try to replicate the beats of a horror film, in which case Tom Falk should be putting up more resistance, and then we get into more of like a rapey territory, Mm. but at least commit to that if that's where you want to go with this. Instead, we just get like it looks like two uncoordinated performers who haven't decided how they're going to disrobe before they go into impassionate fucking. So it's like either cut or resist or have it be like you know what mr ghostface you look really hot under this robe yeah i do want to fuck you and then like get into it well and and that that's the issue right like so much of it's just like uh oh my god your cock is so big oh my god you're delivered just like that yeah (laughs) yeah it's not even like reading it off cue cards it's i can't be bothered to learn my lines also where's my five thousand dollars like so the 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 comedy works better because we have the oh fuck my ass mr killer like okay cool like i'm laughing but yeah Mm -hmm. nothing is sexy to me about this and i'm curious listeners if y'all found any of this sexy if you saw that these clips right not to shame you i'm just curious if like i'm curious about your sexual interest if this works but (laughs) trace is always interested in these things but even so we go through a couple different positions but even at the end you're gonna laugh at me so Mm -hmm. when the top when ghostface brad banks is coming Mm -hmm. tom falk is like oh come all over me and i put my notes which i have notes by the way Mm -hmm. 
come over me, but he doesn't. He just dribbles no. a lot of cum on his hole because unfortunately yeah. our top Mr. Brad Banks isn't really a shooter when it comes to cum, Not. which isn't a problem. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I when mean, you're here's saying the thing, we're looking for a bit of a finish and this kind of looks like a sad like I'm I'm looking for the Mentos in the pop bottle. I'm not looking for like a really sad kind of dribble. Well, he he just kind of like dribbles on his hole, so he doesn't yeah. come all over him. He just like coats his hole a little bit, and that's it. Yeah, I will also say that one of the problems with contemporary pornography is that they're filming with better cameras, but the models still have like really bad shaving burns and like oh yes we're seeing some of these holes in 4k now and i can't say that it's always the best look for I mean, some of look, these performers we all get razor but it all happens but yeah i'm just like if you're doing a professional which i don't know intimately the world the, the business of pornography but i mean mm -hmm. like, these are clearly like low and low budget i mean i don't oh, i'm not sure. a bromo frequent visitor like I, I don't ever think i've actually gone to the site by choice <laughs> sure sure mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah the, yeah i noticed the razor burn too on the thighs especially like a lot of thigh yeah. razor burn on this which is so weird right there's an appetite for different types of bodies in men and i gathered that these are bromo style regulars like mm -hmm. we've, we've seen all of these bodies in action on this website in other websites like this is a kind of stock gay male archetype but also i'm just like well do you have makeup like yeah nothing takes me quite out of the fantasy like the reality of sex yeah yeah that's fair i mean i do think it's important to have the reality of sex sometimes but like oh sure well because you know there's a whole thing like porn is like misconstruing our youth's mind about what sex could 100 be what it needs to be but yeah but I, I get it if you're in the know like yeah you want a certain thing <laughs> mm -hmm. well and that sort of leads us into the second scene because Ooh. i feel like in the first one at least we start with some ass play with some dildo you know i i could do with a little bit more lube we are actually we should have done a bit of a warning that this is also bareback sex um mm -hmm. so yeah, sure. for some people that's not okay or mm -hmm. anyway when we go into the second scene it's literally blowjob blowjob and then just like dick goes right into the hole and i'm always like oh well there's the fantasy i mean I, so i took the least amount of notes in this scene oh my god there's nothing to talk about there's two minutes of him throwing popcorn at his face and then he gets fucked in a bathroom well but it's also i mean it looks so uncomfortable like when he's on his knees like, like blowing him under the stall door i'm like that does not look comfortable and well, i love that the stall door has been artificially raised so that he can oh. actually get to the dick because i'm like oh that's not even equivalent to the side of the stall just drill a glory hole in it but i exactly it's come really on a public bathroom so they couldn't do that <laughs> well I also th there's like i was like okay the acoustics are bad because you could there's echoing everywhere oh, sure. but also i feel like there was construction happening on another level of this floor because when they were pounding i was like why am I'm i hearing, hearing pounding <laughs> like i'm literally hearing pounding <laughs> yeah but not the right kind because this is uninspired also if you're gonna fuck someone in a urinal and then you don't shoot in the urinal that just seems like a missed opportunity right Ooh, you know what? I never thought about that because I'm always like, oh, come on the hole, come on the chest, whatever. But valid point. Yeah, this scene sucked and I was super bored. So Tobias, uh, you're better looking than Tom yes. Falk, but also snooze fest. Let's move on to scene three. Yeah, because uh, no offense to Tom Falk. He's not my type. But uh, yeah. Tobias, just Tobias, by the way, <laughs> yes. was not, it, he, he was more my type. But mm -hmm. Vadim Black 
is my uh top oh my god he's the, an adorable little twonk yeah he's super cute we'll probably get in trouble with this because i he's not a good person uh from Fuck. what i recall but i don't know the point industry y'all i'm sorry he he looks good and he's also i feel like he's at least giving a little bit to this performance because we now are up to the scene that's doing tatum in the garage well okay yeah so his line deliveries are the most convincing out of the entire film you know he gets oh what porn is this from i come in your garage please fuck me mr ghostface i want to make it to my orgy but mm -hmm. Also, during the sex, because again, this top, poor Brad Banks is just Gosh. like, <laughs> maybe it's because there wasn't enough lube, but he's just going very slowly mm -hmm. topping these people. But there's a part where, where Black is like, fuck me fast. Come on. Go. Go. <laughs> no, like, go, go, really, go, 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 go. I'm actually asking you. <laughs> and I was like, yes, like, demand this from him. <laughs> Where is that power bottom energy that we are so enthusiastic for? And look, as someone who doesn't bottom very often, but has like had good experiences, bad experiences, like I, mm -hmm. I get that you can't just fucking pop a dick in there. No. This is porn. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, and that's just it, right? With the porn, like when Black gets caught in the sort of doggy door between the garage and the house. Which oh, I is, loved like, that. Getting a funny moment yeah. because it's unexpected, right? Like you don't think that's where it's going to go. So when it does happen, you're like, oh, okay. Funny. because what what happened was the bottom comes first which i was like okay cool well that yeah. normally happens i guess but but the top did not come yeah so you know the scene has to continue well but i didn't i was like oh, i guess the scene's over but then yeah they do the whole oh he gets stuck in the pet door bit and gets mm -hmm. fucked again and i was like oh yeah good for you movie <laughs> yeah i will say uh i had my kind of kill by kill goggles on while i was watching this and i love the set design because this is a very empty garage with like mm -hmm. a couple of stage props of course there's a workout ball so you know that somebody has to get fucked on it because right. it's like it's just a, a rule if you see yeah. one of those in porn you have to fuck on it but i also love that the reason that black is in this garage is because he is selecting from there's got to be about 12 different dildos and then like an industrial size bottle of lube that he is picking from in the garage it's a variety of butt plugs and dildos that are only on one shelf of this mm -hmm. five shelf thing so it's like a beer bong on one shelf and whatever yeah but also this is a part where he's getting fucked against it and literally so he's shaking the shelf mm -hmm. and these dildos are just flopping to I and fro i loved it i was just like this is such a funny image i know i'm supposed to be getting turned on by this but all i can do is like if those dildos and butt plugs start to fall and hit him on the head it's looney tunesville well and again when he's stuck in this garage this pet door he again goes fuck me please just go harder go hard come on like literally just <laughs> like that and you know what mr banks has an enormous well not enormous but a much bigger cum shot in this scene than he does in the first two because the bottom is giving him something to work with well or maybe this was the scene that was filmed first and then poor uh brad banks had to do a second scene in like a very short turnaround time maybe we'll drink more water <laughs> wow and also have some uh pineapple or something like that well that, that doesn't make you come more but drinking water will help you come well more. no but i'm segueing us into the third scene where we finally get a fucking Ugh. facial because my god oh, i don't yeah. need to see this many holes get creamed when there's faces that could be getting coated yeah so I, yeah this i realized i was like kind of like poking fun at the rate play obviously i know people are into rate play that's a fantasy of theirs i just sure. um i'm not opposed to it i mean like i'll watch it but like this this scene did not do it for me yeah i've seen far far worse so mm -hmm. i'm like i'm not gonna pretend like oh if you're very sensitive this is gonna send you over the edge 
So we've got James Parfit, who is the bottom in this scene. He's running through the woods and he's being stalked by three different ghost face. And the joke is that he gets the phone call and he goes, he like, what do you want from me? And they're like, we're going to make a movie run. That's mm-hmm. apparently the punchline. So he runs into this barn and then this is where they kind of string him up. Well, because he goes, I already told you my hair at porno was like, yeah, look, we're going to make a movie instead. Uh yeah, well, uh, yeah, and uh, honestly, a, a factor contributing to my dislike for this scene is also the barn. Um, there's literally a scene where one of the guys starts fingering him. It's late in the scene, mm-hmm. and there's just a piece of hay straw like yeah. on his taint, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh yeah, it looks super uncomfortable. There's a moment where they kind of hog tie perfect so that he's yeah. got his knees up so that they've got you know butter oxos to the butt, right. and. You can actually see that he's got either bruises or cuts on his knees. And I was like, I mean, he could have had a skateboarding accident. But part of me thought, oh, is it because you had to give head in a fucking barn full of straw? Yeah, correct me. Remind me. So when, so before they hog tie him, they have him like tied up with rope like um, under this beam. Do they mm-hmm. do anything with him when he's tied up like that? Do they just blow him? No, they're just fucking him. Okay, oh, they're still fucking him. I'm sorry. Yeah, this one, this one feels like it goes on forever because there's four performers like this is pretty conventional in terms of gay pornography sort of escalation my biggest surprise is that there were only two performers in each of the previous scenes because usually you would get like a threesome i actually thought we would have a third person in the movie theater and like somebody would walk in and we would have like three people in this bathroom it was so funny i sent someone a clip of um tom fault getting dildoed in the first scene i was like look what i'm watching and they were like oh it's bromo oh i'm sorry are you watching two to three scenes of like couples and then like a final scene of a gangbang and i was like yes exactly (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's a formula to it trace a very simple formula oh my god that should have been said (laughs) Honestly, so here's the thing. My biggest, like, where I was like, ugh, like, in this scene. Because, again, Mm -hmm. it's not really the rape content, like, whatever. It really is, and there's a part, and I'm pretty sure this is Tom Falk. So, like, he is on the side of James Parfit's face, and he just Mm -hmm. goes... You want to say something funny? Like in that ghost face voice. Oh, the voice is terrible. It's really bad. But then he pulls his mask up and he spits in his mouth. I'm like, again, not Ew, my no, cup of not tea. not spit in the mouth. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's not for me. I know people right. really like It's not for me. Oh, no. A hundred percent. Anytime we're making like gross sounds that isn't related to the shitty production value, it's just that the kink isn't for us. We're not shaming anybody. Right. But for me, and again, maybe I'm wrong here, but for me, the the, the appeal of watching a rape scene, like in porn, mm-hmm. is that you're going for something that's a bit more serious. Maybe that you have that power dynamic there. But when it's right. when it's intercut with, you want to see something funny? <laughs> like with oh, yeah. that voice, I'm just like, well, any, any kind of illusion you have given me mm-hmm. <laughs> is completely gone with that line. Oh, yeah, this is when the parody really falls apart because, A, there's no joke here. They're not really referencing us seeing proper. Like, this is very much Gale in the hayloft and they're filming it like they're the killers. But apart from that, this is arguably the least inspired apart from the second scene in terms of its relationship to Scream. But the jokes don't match the scene dynamic as well. Like, it would have been better to have done a kind of play on Billy and Stu and that power dynamic where it's like, oh, do you want to be my my bossy bottom bitch or something? Well, but that, that's how you know the people doing this don't like they don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Basically, they watched a couple movies, they took a few notes, and then they made a really shitty porn parody. But it, it, I actually thought because the way this is shot, I was like, oh, this is like from 2005. Yeah, except it's not. It was uploaded to Bromo in 2016, Mm -hmm. and I was shocked by that. Yeah. 
You know what? We've been going on about this for quite some time. I'm not sure how much more we have to say without sort of belaboring the point, but I just wanted to cue you, Trace, that yes, this came out in 2017, but in Brennan's article, he highlighted a number of other porn parodies that were specific to slashers or torture (gasps) porn films. Let me read you a selection of titles. Okay. So in 2006, we had Bone Saw. (laughs) or rammer these are two different films i think they're kind of like de facto sequels okay uh in 2010 we had raw one and raw two so saw one saw two okay correct yes in 2010 also we had a nightmare on twink street that might be of interest to you oh i would totally watch that yeah Mm -hmm. well wait, wait, wait i'm sorry the problem is though if we have someone in freddy krueger style makeup like Mm -hmm. i like i've seen I oh god damn it! <laughs> but he's a twink. If it makes you feel better, yeah. But I want to see his face. Like, I mean, again, the rape scene it works here because okay, like they're all masked, whatever. But like for most of these, I'm like, why don't you just take out the fucking mask, dude? Hmm. Yeah. No, it's an issue for sure. For sure. Okay. There's a couple more. 2012 is Black Triple Xmas. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> but like, if they don't have just a cavalcade of bitches, I would be really disappointed. Like, you need to have a bunch of like campy queens for that, right? Oh, see, I, I would want. Wait, is that is that straight porn or gay porn? No, no, these are all gay. Okay, I was like, you do insta gays. Insta gays would be in Black <gasps> Triple Xmas. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Oops, sorry, I missed one. There was one in 2009 called Halloweener Friday the <laughs> Fuck Teen. <laughs> Shriek, if you know what I did last Friday the 13th, y'all. Oh, my God. I will say, uh, maybe to end this on a bit of hopeful note, so porn parodies are not new, and gay porn parodies are very frequent. Like, Mm. I can't say that they're more inspired than this. I will say... Maybe this isn't the end of Porno Queers. We might do a couple more I was going to say, this was fun. <laughs> this is fun. But I will say, if folks are looking for a horror-themed porn parody, I can recommend a legitimately good film that is so good that you can find an edit where they've removed all the sex and you can watch it as a straightforward film. What? It is 2002. It is called The Hole, and it is a play on the ring. Okay. So in seven days, you go gay. Oh, that's funny. I was like, because, well, this isn't horror, but we should totally do Fucky Mon Go. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> with, with, with not only Johnny Rabbit, but my favorite, Will Braun. And the tagline is, of course, gotta fuck them all. Oh my God. Yes, actually, <laughs> folks, we should say the genesis of this all began because originally we discovered one of us was being followed by Will Braun after we mentioned him in something. And then we were going to try to do an episode with him. And then he flaked on us. So that's fine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he knew what he was getting into, to be fair. No, I'm sure he was like, all. oh, wait. <laughs> he was like, fans like me? And we were like, we're a horror podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, bye, I gotta go. Anyway, okay, well, that will conclude our first, maybe only, maybe not only Who episode. Knows? We'll see what the reception's like. I know, I know. Are we going to alienate half our audience? I don't know. Um, Let us know if this even more explicit than usual episode was fun. Mm-hmm. Or if we just mortified you and you listened to this in a car with a child or something. <gasps> oh, God, I hope that didn't happen. But um, I warned you. Actually, also, if you do want more of these, send us your no. the porn parodies okay. you want us to talk about. <laughs> no, 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 don't, don't, not, I, you like, oh, send us news. No, 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 yeah. no, no, send us the porn parodies you want us to discuss. Oh, fun. Okay. Obviously, horror is priority, but yes. I'm going to say it doesn't have to be horror at this point. Okay. Okay. Now, are we accepting straight porn parodies? 
Sure, why not? Open oh, open the floodgates. Okay, cool. In that case, uh, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, well, on that note, we can cross out cream for me. Um, and everyone, if you have theaters open uh, and you're willing to go, enjoy Scream this weekend. There you go. Yeah, because somehow, once again, this was our tie-in to the horror franchise we love. <laughs> and cross out Horno Queers. good time yeah why well you seem to be looking around the room a lot quite a bit <laughs> <laughs> hmm.